Well, good day. I want to speak about uh, resolving conflict in daily life. You may remember at the last talk I did make a distinction between the decision to forgive and the possibility of reconciliation. Sometimes reconciliation is not possible, but in our daily interactions with people, usually we can come to some level of reconciliation. And that's what I want to talk about now when conflict occurs in our normal circumstances and how important it is to be able to seek to be reconciled with one another. So we can attain like mutual forgiveness. Um, and we need to aim for that if it's possible. Now Jesus said, if your brother or your sister does something wrong to you, uh, then go and have it out with that, that person alone uh, between your two selves. And if they listen to you, then you've won back your brother or your sister. So that's what we must need to do. You know, go to the person who's offended us and you know, speak to them and try to sort it out. And we'll talk about that. It's good to act quickly. St. Paul says, never let the sun go down on your anger. That means like, you know, be quick about it. You might need to walk around the block, of course, to cool down a bit. You may need to have just that cooling down time just to prepare yourself well so you're not just sort of exploding over somebody. But, um, and you might need to pray about it beforehand as well. But then it's good to act rather than to just sort of give the silent treatment to somebody or, 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 or just ignore them and don't talk to them for weeks. Um, it's best to act, really under the grace of God, you know, to ask the Lord to help you to move into a time of reconciliation. And the same uh, applies too if you have wronged your, your brother or your sister. Uh, you know, you need to go humbly and ask for forgiveness in that case, you know. Uh, Jesus says, if you're bringing your offering to the altar and there remember your brother or your sister has something against you, leave your offering there before the altar Go and be reconciled with your brother and sister first. Then come back and present your offering. So in other words, like our worship is a little bit inauthentic if we're not reconciled with the people with whom we're worshipping or the people who we know in our lives uh, we're out of relationship with. We need to really attend to that. And especially if I'm the one who's been responsible for wronging my my brother and my sister have something against me, then I really need to go and try and sort that out. And that makes my worship so much more authentic. Okay, so sometimes, of course, uh, and most times actually, uh, it's both an, uh, a matter of seeking forgiveness and also bringing forgiveness to the other person uh, when the relationship breaks down in some way. Uh, and it's good not to be the last one to repent. Like, uh, it's better to start the ball rolling by yourself repenting, you know, rather than holding out and saying, I'll wait until they make the move. Um, it's best to sort of approach humbly and, and actually start the ball rolling that way. Uh, and not trying to excuse yourself and, or indulge yourself in uh, blaming the other person. Oh, he's more uh, to blame than I am. Or, you know, if she hadn't have been so stupid, I wouldn't have said what I said to her. That sort of stuff, right? Uh, that's just rationalizations. It's more courageous to just go and admit the fact that you've, you've really offended somebody. And, and there's a need for a reconciliation. And, and you want to, you know, uh, seek that from the heart 
And when you go to the person, of course, it's important that you do with with the heart and with a humble heart. Uh, and it's a hard thing to do, actually. Uh, we tend to sort of want to avoid uh, that. And some people are really just really ad- adverse to any sort of um, uh, working out of conflict, and that's a problem. So it's good that we search our hearts about this. So when you ask for forgiveness, it's important that the other person knows that... Uh, you know, you really intend not to do that again. So it's not just, oh, oh I, uh, forgive me because you're supposed to forgive me. No, it's more than that. It's like, yeah, I do uh, ask forgiveness for what I've done, but I, I want to give you assurance that I'm going to make my best effort not to do that sort of thing again. You know, if I spoke really harshly to you, then I really intend not to do that again. I'm sorry and I won't do it again. That's part of the commitment that you make when you ask for forgiveness. Uh, otherwise, it can be pretty cheap. And, and the other thing to make too is a uh, point to make is when you uh, give forgiveness to somebody, uh, it's not enough to say, um, oh, don't worry about it, uh, right? You know, someone's offended you and they come and ask you for forgiveness. You say, oh, don't worry about it. So it'll be okay. Uh, or, oh, forget it. It's nothing. No, it's not nothing. And so you need to acknowledge uh, that and actually say words like, Well, I forgive you. Uh, so the person is not left in any doubt that somehow it's just been swept under the carpet or it's just been ignored. But in fact, they've come humbly to ask forgiveness, and it's important that you actually really do choose to forgive and, and vocalize that so the person knows that they're really forgiven, huh? Uh, so being explicit about it is really good. So when conflict occurs then, uh, usually it takes time to work through conflict uh, in a, a sort of respectful type of dialogue, really. Uh, and it can be very painful. Uh, and, and sometimes it, it needs mediation, of course. Um, and that's oftentimes the case, really, where the two of you can't really work it out without mediation to be able to protect um, the relationship and, and, the, and make it more fruitful, you know, uh, in that way. Because sometimes people can feel very uh, insecure uh, in trying to work it through um, because of the way in which the offences occurred. And, and so, it's, you know, mediation can be really helpful. But just when, it, when you're doing it without mediation, uh, there's a few things to remember about all this, really. Uh, to listen carefully to one another, you know, and try to identify the hurts and the causes for the rupture in the relationship. Uh, I find um, when I've actually been uh, in the position of mediating people uh, in these sort of situations, what I've noticed is that most of the problems are because one or both of the parties are not listening. And so listening is really important. So let's talk about then some simple rules for what we might call clean fighting. <laughs> you see, in, in long-standing relationships, say in a marriage, for example, or when you're living in a brotherhood or a sisterhood uh, or uh, a common household, something like that, a family of uh, disputes, then um, you need to know the rules for clean fighting. Uh, fighting of itself is not bad, but uh, dirty fighting is bad. <laughs> And so there's certain rules for having a clean sort of conflict resolution where it might be quite robust, and it needs to be robust, it might be quite confrontational, 
but it's done in a clean way, you know, uh, without um, uh, really causing more damage. That's the point, huh? So what are some of these rules then? Well, the first one I've already mentioned, be a good listener. Uh, most of the problems, as I say, are because people in conflict don't listen to one another. So it's good to uh, one person to speak and then the other to just listen carefully and then to respond. Uh, and, and then the other speak and, 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 and the counterpart listen carefully and, and, and then respond. And that's not easy to do, you see. When your emotions are high, when you're sort of angry about something, it's very hard to listen because you've got your thing you want to say and you want to sort of make your point and you want to sort of, you know, uh, force your, your issue. But then uh, the greatest thing to do is to ask God for the grace to actually listen. And it's amazing how different things are <laughs> when each one listens to the other. Uh, the thing can be resolved usually quite quickly. But, and remember when you express your feelings, do it appropriately. Not, you must express your feelings though. Uh, that's important. Uh, but not to hurt the other person. Certainly not physically, but also not verbally either. Not to hurt, not to sort of seek to um, do damage to the other person. Um, no, it's a respectful dialogue, remember? But be assertive. Some people are afraid to actually be assertive and so they sort of like keep underneath the feelings that they have and that doesn't help at all because that just becomes like a, a roaring lion underneath that's going to break out sometime and, and cause more damage. So it's better to sort of speak out your feelings uh, in the moment of, of, of encounter but in a respectful way uh, and, and not in a way that does damage and not in a judgmental way. So that's very important. When you speak about your feelings, uh, use I messages rather than uh, you statements. So not, it's not like, you did this and you did that and you did this. No, I feel offended. I feel hurt because of the what happened here and what you've done. So it's I and you're speaking about your own feelings, that's the best way to express it so that it doesn't come down as a judgment or a condemnation of the other person. Because if the other person thinks you're just judging them and condemning them, then they're going to react to that and they're not going to be able to sort of meet you at the way that you need to be met. So it's, it's important for both parties to actually stay with those I messages and avoid stating judgments of one another uh, and just communicate your feelings to one another. And then that starts to sort of like, you get to understand and listen to one another what each one's experiencing, and you can meet one another in the midst of that encounter. And no global statements like, uh, you always do this, you've never done this. Uh, those sort of statements don't help at all because they're not speaking to the situation. Stay with the concrete situation that's caused this particular conflict. Don't drag up things in the past, you know, 10 years ago or something like that. It doesn't help, you know, it just makes it worse. Huh? So really just stay with uh, the present uh, in that way. But be very honest, be very open in, in your um, encounter. Uh, but avoid arguing about details, like nitpicking sort of arguing. That doesn't help either, really. Get to the point of what's the real... Uh, uh, issue here that's caused the conflict and stay with that rather than nitpick all over the place and 
just just trying to sort of uh, you know get points as it were in in a debate. It's not like that. That's not the sort of encounter you want to have. It's not a a, a debate that's going to someone wins and someone loses. No, it's one that both win. It's a win-win situation that you're looking for, where each one is able to share his or her stuff, and then uh, be able to sort of like be met in that, and then mutual forgiveness happens. So, you know. Uh, one person will say, well, really, I, I can see where I've failed here. I had a judgment on you about this, and I said these things, and I'm really sorry. I asked your forgiveness, right? And then that forgiveness is given. And the other person then is, is prompted to, uh, oh, yeah, well, actually, I can see where I failed here too, you know, because I, I thought this about you, and I said this, etc. And And so the, the mutual forgiveness happens, and, and you can walk again together with one another. That's what's really important. And it's important to, to hang in there, though. Don't, none of this stuff of stomping out halfway through, that doesn't do any good at all. You know, walking out on somebody, that doesn't help at all. That just makes things worse. And, and it's hard sometimes to hang in there because in, in, in these cases, you find something about yourself that, that you really, really didn't realise, that the other person sort of, by their sharing, has opened up to you. And that's a humbling thing. And so you have to really pray for the grace of humility, really, to stay in there until the end and, and get it resolved in a way that really is um, satisfactory for both parties. But just remember, if you can't do it when, between, with one another, if there's sort of things that are too complicated and too complex, uh, it just doesn't seem to be working out, we'll just mutually agree to get a mediator, someone who'll sit there and help you to... Uh, to work with one another to sort it out. There's lots of people around who can do that, uh, and it, it really is a good thing. You know, mediation is just simply helping people to listen to one another, really, so then they can actually resolve it themselves. Uh, oftentimes, because of the various uh, discordant notes that are in people's hearts, they, they find it difficult to listen, and that's when uh, the breakdown can occur. So yeah, just encourage you then uh, not to lose heart in these times of uh, conflict that will inevitably come. You know, in any community, in any sort of family, in any marriage, there's going to be conflict. It's not a matter of if you have conflict, it's when you have conflict and what you should do about it, really. Um, and, uh, and the rules are there. And uh, yeah, just a simple rules, just abide by those. And you get more skilled at it as you go along. You know, it's about uh, living with others, really, and learning how to live in a way that's to the glory of God. It's really the way of Jesus. And remember that forgiveness is actually like the lubrication uh, for our relationships in community uh, or in family life. Uh, you know, like your car, if someone forgets to put oil in the car, it just seizes up, doesn't it? Well, that's what happens to a community. Uh, if, without forgiveness, uh, forgiveness is the lubrication. It's the oil of the relationships. Without forgiveness, then it all seizes up. So it's important that we be committed to that if we're living with people. <laughs> of course, it's important for us to live with people. You, know? you, can't, you can't just um, be on an island by yourself. And, and whenever we're living with one another, there will be conflict. Uh, and, and so that's the oil, that's the lubrication of the relationship when we're able to express things with one another freely and give forgiveness and receive forgiveness. So let's uh, be committed to that. It's the way of Jesus. Thank you very much. <laughs>